Mahal shoots safe. Smith the rebound stop. Another try. They score. Braden McNabb, his first of the year. Two to one Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Down to the net, extra passing. Smith settles, his shot knocked down. It's a loose puck in front. Now Smith scores! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Let's get at our couple of days off between games for the Vegas Golden Knights. A chance to sit back and reflect a little bit, considering we're roughly at the halfway point, just a game beyond, uh, so we can uh, give up uh, a little bit of analysis regarding what has occurred in the opening 50% of this National Hockey League season for the Vegas Golden Knights. And before we get too far into this, we know the phone lines are going to open up. 702-876-1340. I just want to give a big stick tap to this city, the Las Vegas Valley and surrounding area, because what we saw yesterday at FanFest on Fremont was spectacular. That was one of the coolest things I've ever witnessed, (laughs) looking down that hall and just a mass of hockey fans and the VGK logo on on the Mm -hmm. ceiling. And the players were blown away by that. And your response yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hockey fans of Las Vegas, that was real, and that reached the players and the organization. So congratulations. Yeah, I I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, we were right there on the red carpet in front of the stage. It was um, it was one of those experiences where uh, you get to broadcast and you get to kind of recognize just how in tune the city is with the players and just how much the players are kind of blown away. Got got a chance to talk to Paul Cotter. I let him know that Chance was zip lining in from Slotzilla yep. to the main stage. His eyes lit up. That 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 was the coolest thing ever. Uh, and Alex Petrangelo again. Uh, it, you know, we talked to him, and and it was a, it's unique, right? And that you you kind of do it in the middle of the season. But I think that again, when you have a team that's as good as the Golden Knights have been this year, and you get the turnout that you got last night, it was uh, it was really unique and special to be able to to be there in person and see how much this fan base it just gravitates and, and loves this hockey team. And these are players from all over North America, all over the world. Uh, when you factor in uh, like the likes of William Carlson and Russia and uh, Asia, and to be able to come here, play hockey, and be welcomed like that, it's it's mm-hmm. slightly overwhelming. Uh, I've been from the hottest markets in the National Hockey League, those original six markets. I've seen that up close. And what we were treated to yesterday, uh, Fremont Street, was as good as anything that I have witnessed. Uh, and it wasn't even a, like a celebratory parade of anything like that. It was just come out, get a few <laughs> autographs, listen to players, and uh, celebrate the game is what what we really did. So let's go out to the phones. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that what they did yesterday, what you did yesterday, got to the players, and it was overwhelming. Uh, 702-876-1340. Give us a call. we got one line open right now. Leading us off is Michael. 
Yes, sir. The sound of it was overwhelming, just so you know. What a great job was done by all of you in uh, communicating that to the rest of us. Well done. Uh, Congratulations to everybody at Lotus Broadcasting, Fox Sports Las Vegas as well, uh, Ryan Wallace and company. Yeah, tremendous. Uh, And I can't wait for the Stanley Cup parade, which will even be bigger. Imagine what that's going to be like. Going to need more than Fremont Street for that one, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All the strip and then some. At any rate, uh, they're saying some terrible things about Paul Maurice on the podcast right now. And uh, the Florida fans are just up in arms. So hopefully that translates into good things in 48 hours or so. Uh, Which podcast was that? That was a Locked on Panthers podcast that all the teams have. And uh, if anyone wants, I'm certainly not promoting it in any way, but the, uh, whoever was hosting it was saying some just awful things about the goaltending and the coaching and something had to change immediately. And it just wasn't very pleasant to listen to. So things could be, <laughs> you can only imagine how things could be. Well, it's uh, it's not the great stuff times for the Florida Panthers. I'll get into it more in one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League. Uh, I'll break down uh, some of what's happening in Florida. This is not a shock that they took a big step back this year okay it's it's, yeah. it's not uh something that's come out of left field but i'll expand on it. they didn't expect to be out of the playoffs but a step back was anticipated uh what else on your mind mike well one other thing the connor bedard sweepstakes you guys yeah. have talked about it uh sufficiently but it was mentioned on the nhl network today and and certainly no team no team is ever going to ask their players to to do anything i would with, <laughs> okay, I know, and I know Ryan has said if you ask Buffalo to do that, the players should take a stick to the coach. But it, the the point is that there are certain teams that are on the upswing, and that, now the Blackhawks are not one of them, mm-hmm. to be sure, and Anaheim isn't either. But is Connor? I'm going to ask you, and then I'll listen to your answer. Is Connor Bedard that good? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, quite quite, quite <laughs> honestly, fair. Mike, it's it's it's. <laughs> A player that I think will have more of an impact than Austin Matthews and maybe just slightly less than Connor McDavid. He's he's right, which means he's right in that mix of game-changing generational talents. I, I do factor him uh, to be a, a little bit more multifaceted than Austin, but... I have trouble saying that anybody's going to be better than Connor McDavid, and and that's sort of my my rule of thumb when it comes to to Connor. If 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 uh, McDavid's going to be better, uh, or if uh, Bedard's going to be better than McDavid, he's going to have to show it to me. Uh, until that uh, occurs, I'm going to stick with uh, with my Edmonton Oilers. But I do think that he's got more range uh, than than Austin Matthews. What about you, Ryan? Okay. Yeah, I I, I think that you know you you always. You always have these projections for players, and what Connor Bedard was able to do in the uh, in the World Junior Championships, the, the run that he was on, the amount of points that he produced, and the big moments that he had. Like you've got an idea, right? That this kid's a gamer. That when uh, when everything ratchets up a little bit, he's going to be there, and he's going to be the guy that wants kind of that pressure on his shoulders. Now, with all that being said, the NHL is is a different league for sure and the only thing I think you look at with Connor Bedard and you say okay is it going to translate as well as it has at at lower leagues is he's a little bit smaller in terms of his frame Connor McDavid's got great wheels and he's got a bit of size to him Austin Matthews has size to him and a great shot so I think Connor Bedard is going to be really good Um, 
and I, I don't think that you're wrong, Darren, in that you, you kind of put them in that tier of, of, of Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon-type players that are not quite at Connor McDavid's level. But we'll see when Connor Bedard gets a couple of seasons under his belt whether or not he can kind of reach another level at the NHL, uh, inside the NHL. Appreciate the call, Mike. 702-876-1340. One line open right now. Love to hear your thoughts uh, as we assess the first half of the season. Love to get your opinion on what we've seen. Uh, maybe offer a letter grade if you want uh, and break it down a little bit uh, with us. So one thing that you loved, one thing, is there anything that you would tweak going into the second half of this season? Challenge you with that one, 702-876-1340. Uh, one, you look at Connor Bedard, and we will not talk about this every day, but uh, Mike did bring it up. Uh, <laughs> so I, I just want to follow through on this comment. And teams trying to position themselves at the right moment to Mm-hmm. be able to draft Connor Bedard. It's it's yeah. a difficult ask of players. It's a difficult ask of the coach to not put up uh, the lineup that is necessarily uh, the most competitive that you have options for. Now, the, when, when Pittsburgh got Mary Lemieux, uh, Rick Tocchin told me last uh, week on the on the Shirt Podcast that, uh, that A. Johnson was, was given the fourth line more ice time than the first line. He was the coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> Everybody knew what was going on. And guess what? Uh, yeah. if, if you ask the, the Pittsburgh Penguins, as ludicrous uh, as that was, uh, those fans at the time, uh, you, you probably would say it was worth it because Mario came in and not only won Cubs, but saved that franchise. And, and, mm-hmm. and now there's hockey in Pittsburgh right now because uh, of, of that mode. Is it ethical? It walks the line. But there have certainly been worse things done in in sports. Here's the issue. Chicago, Columbus, and Anaheim, and Arizona. Those are the four Mm -hmm. worst teams right now. San Jose mixed in. If any players, if that that team wins the first overall pick by by winning the draft lottery, Mm -hmm. those players should get a Stanley Cup ring when that team eventually wins the Stanley Cup with Connor Bedard. <laughs> All right? It should be the take a look at that roster. You don't get your name on the cup. That that sure. goes too far. Mm-hmm. But if San Jose, Arizona, Anaheim, Columbus, Chicago, if any of those, whichever team ends up drafting Connor Bedard, mm-hmm. if and when the team wins the Stanley Cup, it's not a guarantee. McDavid uh, hasn't hasn't been to a final yet. Uh, Matthews hasn't won a round yet. Uh, but if if Connor Bedard wins a Stanley Cup, the players on yeah. this year's team mm-hmm. get a Stanley Cup ring. Would you, would you be okay with that? Because um, they they had as much to do with yes. it as anything. Yes, yes, I I would. And and to be like to be fair, I like that's tough for me because I I feel like if Anaheim were to win it, I'm so disappointed in how bad Anaheim has been that I don't really want to reward anybody on this team. Um but like Arizona, at least they compete hard. Like at least they try on a night-to-night basis. They're just not good at all. Um so I I I feel like it it would be nuanced for me. Like I'd be good with Arizona, any of the players on this team this year going through that, playing in Mullet Arena, like all of that stuff going on in the background. I'd be that's 100% worse than anything. good. That's what I'm saying. I'd be good with them 
winning they, it? They, they, the players the players are in there and if they, yeah, yeah yeah they get they get their they get their Stanley Cup ring but I'm not I'm not in on the Anaheim Ducks like they are too good like they've got too much talent on that team to be as bad as they've been this year it's kind of embarrassing so I I'd, I'd say I'd draw the line at Anaheim I don't think they're even trying to do it there's there's making it not seem natural Arizona they should be out Really, because they've mismanaged that whole fiasco <laughs> of an arena. Fernando, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. What's up, Fernando? Hey, guys. How you doing? Sorry. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, Fan Fest yesterday was great. Um, it was good to see uh, Coach Cassidy up there and uh, see the um, fellas out on the stage. It was a lot of fun. And um, sorry I didn't see you up there, Darren. Uh, I miss you. But, um I'm giving um, our VGK team an A-plus at the, half, at the halfway mark, and um, hopefully we can make a run to the cup, and hopefully the injury will stay down, but I know they can pop up now and then, and um, I'm just hoping we can do it this year. We're just having trouble hearing you right now. Uh, we're just going to reconnect with you if we can, all right? If you can just... Call back to 702-876-1340. There's a line open right now. We'll hopefully reconnect. Because I'm curious about what you'd like to change and what you love about the first half. Uh, Stephanie, that question straight to you on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hey, uh, well, what I love is that we're at the top of the Pacific Division. Um, can't, can't get a whole lot better than that, right? Nope. And I think what I would change is just, you know, fewer injuries, which... Unfortunately, with the nature of how injuries work, there's no way to guarantee that. But I'd just like to see a little bit healthier second half going into toward the playoffs. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Did you go to FanFest yesterday or did you listen to it? I listened to it. I was not able to make it out because my son had a game. Um, uh, so don't quite trust traffic to be able to get to that on time. And as much as I love the night, my kids always come first. Yeah, absolutely. Good uh, Good for you. Um, are you okay? Because I, I feel like to get past the little injury situation from the last couple of years, we need some type of either exorcism, like clean the vibes, or, you know, you know what Goodness I find gracious. what I find really works, Stephanie, uh, to get through a troubled time period is we need somebody collectively to blame. And then, and then we can all get together and just get it all off our chest, blame that one person, and move on. I'm going to give you the choice. Chapman or Wallace? Who do you want to blame? You're, you're not an option, Darren? No, no. no but I, I, hey, Stephanie, this is my idea. You think I'm going to fall on top of the grenade? Not a chance. Uh, uh, so it's, it's Wallace or Chapman. We need somebody to collectively blame, and those are my two nominees. Who are you picking? That's hard. You can't make me choose one of those well, two. Well, Chapman's my buddy now, so I'm going with Wallace. All right? So, yeah. so yeah. that's that's out there. I made my choice. We all know how much I don't believe in ghosts, so certainly I'm not going to believe in exorcisms <laughs> or anything like that. So you, you can like, blame me. It's okay. That's fine. I, I don't want to blame Ryan. I, can I vote present or what? Uh no vote. <laughs> no. It, we see. We got to get by this, Stephanie. To get by this, we need to fall uh-oh. in listen, line, everybody listen. together, and blame one person and get over it. So you're. I, you know what? Sound like a very positivity. You know. Alley yeah. No, it's not positivity advice. alley at all. Here's what we're gonna do, Stephanie. Because I I agree with you. I feel like it, it should be open to everybody that's on the show. We're gonna put up a poll. We're gonna see. 
in order to wipe the slate clean with injuries, you have to blame one. You have to get mad at one person on the show. We're going to throw a poll up there, and we'll see uh, whether or not it's me, whether or not it's Chat, or whether or not it's Johnny Blue Checkmark. I, I will take that. How I much? T- how much do we have to pay to get the retweet? Uh, oh, come on, Stephanie. <laughs> not a chance, Stephanie. Not a chance. We're not getting a retweet. <laughs> there's, there's no jing in my pocket for that. So you know that you know that as well as anybody that that I'm not uh, doing that. But but I will take I will take the blame if it means us ditching this vibe of the injuries, put it on my shoulders. You're so selfless. I I can handle it for sure. Uh, Stephanie, have a great week. Uh, you're the best. Uh, see, I, I love being able to interact. With people like that, because mm-hmm. uh, we, we have, I feel like I know, I see Stephanie around CNA. Uh, we talked to her uh, a couple of times a week. It's, it's great. Uh, back to the phone. Fernando, thanks for calling back uh, because you, I didn't want anybody to have to strain to, to hear what you had to say because it sounds like you got a lot to offer us today. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Um, hopefully you add um, Gary Lawless to that list for the poll. <laughs> I would love that, if, but Gary's not with us today, and I think it would be unfair to just to throw him in. He gets upset with me when I just uh, take random videos of us on the set uh, because uh, he wasn't ready for it. Uh, I got told that, so that would uh, that might get me bruised and battered if I throw his name on the list. But but you, if there's a if there's a write-in vote, I can't stop you from doing that. All right, you're, you're your own person, Fernando. Okay, it sounds good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yesterday was fun at the uh, uh, fan fest. Yesterday, um, where were you? I was in the front of the stage to the right by the Golden Gate um, Resort. Nice. And um, sorry, I missed you yesterday. Um, yeah, Coach Cassidy was great, and, and the fellows were great out on the stage and everything. They're so friendly, and um, and they like to talk and stuff like that, and, and interact. And um, so far, so good. I'm giving our team a, a A plus. You know, being first in the division, first in the West, and we're, I think, still third in the whole NHL in points. So hopefully no injuries will pop up. And I like the team the way it is right now, you know. I don't think we could trade for anybody, but if that point comes up, maybe we need to. But I don't. I, I would stand pat. All right, what do you, what's your favorite part of the season so far, and what's one thing that you would tweak in the second <clears throat> half? Uh, Logan Thompson, the goalie play in, in Aiden Hill, those guys have been doing great, you know, doing fantastic. And to tweak a little bit, uh, maybe a defenseman for support, just one more, add mm-hmm. one more, and that'll probably do it. It's funny, we had seven. Uh, ben Hutton <laughs> couldn't get in the lineup for the longest time, and then the uh, the rash of injuries occurred. Uh, great job, Fernando. Thanks for calling back. Appreciate it. I'm glad you had fun yesterday. What a vibe out there yesterday. The players, honestly, felt like rock stars walking down that red carpet. It was just crazy. And everybody uh, was ready for their favorite player. They, the Marcheseau fans would have the jersey rolled over. Uh, I don't know whether you guys saw Paul Cotter's Instagram today. Like, Cotter, 43. People are calling him 43. Like, 43, get over here, 43. Um, uh, just uh, wild. And he, and he gave the sort of point of view uh, from from his camera. It was uh, it was exceptional out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you tweet that, that poll? Did you put that out yep, there? It's, all right. It's How are we doing it's so far? Right now. Am I, is it all on my shoulders so far? It, I, can, I mean, I just, I just tweeted it out right now. So. <sighs> I thought you were I'll, really I'll good at this you. stuff. Like, what's taking <sighs> so long? No one else is going to seriously. Like, it took you that long to do a poll. You should be great at these polls by now. We were on a real run doing these polls. You know, it's been really quiet during this whole thing. 
about uh, about taking blame and and uh, accepting the blame. Yeah. Hmm? He all of a sudden yeah. he's like, oh, I can't talk. Uh, my button's not working. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to jump in until I'm invited. This, beep, uh, beep, 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 yeah, beep, yeah. beep. There, there's uh, none, there's none of that happening with Chapman. He's lost the ability to interact with us because he he knows mm-hmm. that there's the potential thirty percent chance uh, he will be blamed <laughs> by everyone. Well, this now, is, I, this I is think one he's going to finish this is one of those moments where it's better to just leave the mic off than give mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. the 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 public yeah. ammunition to uh, to come at me. So uh, that's what yeah. we just said. We, yeah. we, well, we thought I'm, that, that was being, a good strategy I'm, by it you. It is a good strategy. That's I'm I'm being uh, I'm being uh, thoughtful here. Well played, well Chapman. played, Chapman. Yes. Uh, early returns, Darren. Early yes. returns. Uh, you are leading with seventy yes. percent of the vote, uh, meaning really? people want to blame you. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I, I welcome well that. Bring it to me. Yeah, look yeah. at these shoulders. Oh, now, you're, Chapman. now you're challenging Chapman. Okay, look now, at these yeah. shoulders. I I, I see. Uh, <laughs> There's a, a, like Schwarzenegger over here. Yes. Yes. So strong. Yes. So strong. I can squat a beetle bug. Yeah. Yeah. You get, like, wow. Like, really? Like a, yeah. yeah. Like a bug, though. Like a, I'm talking. A yeah. Bug, like not, like the little. Oh, yeah, 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 like, like, a like a little tiny bug. Okay, yeah. got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Not a slug bug. Yeah. That that gets really confusing when you say I can squat a, a beetle bug. Yeah. Like, okay, it's good. supposed to Great. be a, a little bit. Chat. Uh, yes. Yeah. What are you happiest about with the first half of the Vegas Golden Knights? And what is one thing that you would tweak with a twenty-seven, thirteen, and two team, fourth overall in the National Hockey League? Well, I, I I think Fernando kind of alluded to it a little bit. You can't steal Fernando's I'm not, stuff. I'm not stealing it. I'm I'm just saying he he hit the nail on the head. <laughs> The play of the goal, the goalies, has been phenomenal. Like I, I felt like maybe that was a question mark coming into the season. Like, hey, you know, we we, yeah. saw, we saw a twenty game sample of Logan Thompson last last year. Now teams have film on him. Can he do it again? Well, not only has he done it again, he's actually been better this year than I think he was last year. So, uh, and and Aiden Hill's been a really good backup goalie. So, so I think that that's that's been a, a real surprise and a real positive and a real plus. For the team, I, I I think I will also add add the emergence of a guy like Paul Cotter, Michael Amadio stepping up when when he was asked to, uh, Jake Lecision who who unfortunately didn't have any goals but he stepped in and he played really really well when when asked to and and, and I think the emergence of some of the younger players Jonas Rombierg when he was up here, you know he did well um, so so and and I saw I liked what I saw from Pavel Dorofeyev as well unfortunately didn't get to see a whole lot of him hopefully we'll get to see some more but. The emergence of the young players, because I, I I heard a lot of people saying, well, well, Vegas hasn't developed any talent. You know, they they've whiffed on a lot of players that they've drafted. Well, no, they haven't whiffed. They've traded some good players away, but clearly they've drafted a lot better than people have given them credit for. Because a lot of these young players, even on the blue line, Kaden Korzak stepping in and doing a good job. So, um, you know, the emergence of the young players who who stepped up from Henderson has been a real plus. What would I like to change? I don't think I'm going to surprise anybody here when I say injuries. I mean, unfortunately, they're part of the game. But you lose Zach Whitecloud, you lose Shea Theodore for an extended period of time. Um, I was hoping for something a little more specific than injuries from you. Well, I, I, I mean, there, there, there's not a lot. I mean, can, I, can we go back to what you did like? So, LT, Aiden Hill. Yes, and emergence Michael of Matteo. emergence of of the <laughs> the Silver Knight players who've been called up to Paul to, Cotter. Yes, Caden uh, Korzak. Uh, Pavel Dorofiev. Yep. All right. Don't forget Rombierg and, and oh, right, Lecision. Right, right, Rombierg and Lecision. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. 
that's a little too much for what I like. Like I was well again. I, I love them. More I love them all all in together as the emergence like, of. You can't go eight players. But 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 Darren, not not one of the young guys who they called up. Even Brandon Pahal has oh, been Chapman. really good. Chapman. 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 I'm just saying. No, 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 Chapman. Okay. Chapman. Yes. Listen. Half the roster. Just He's say, just gone half the roster. Just just say depth. Just say depth. Get, that's no, one. That's, that's not specific enough thing. for Darren, though. No, it, I, the emergence no, no, no. of it's the young one. players. I, I I think I could lump that all in together. The young players who've been called upon to step up have done have come up and done their job. Every single one of them. Depth and injuries. Ryan Wallace. Uh, okay, uh, for me, what I've liked, um, special teams. It's been awesome. The the Golden Knights power play uh, and penalty kill really since about December 1st has been elite, next level, so, so good. And for a team that going into the year, uh, power play specifically was going to be a point of emphasis, I would say that this team uh, has, has kind of blown away my expectations for uh, what they would be able to do on the power play. So special teams has blown me away, and, and I think that they are really kind of hitting their stride here as you go into the back half of the season. Um, the the thing that I, I think you want more or tweak or whatever the case may be, uh, second periods. I, I know that it's starting to trend in the right direction, but I, I didn't like their second period against the Kings on Saturday night. I still think there's room to grow uh, within their game in, in kind of either keeping keeping the, the game in, in a spot where they either continue to put teams in, in a bad spot or they're able to get their game back. I just want to see the second periods continue to improve, so that's one area of focus I think uh, I'm looking at specifically in the back half of the year. Now, second periods uh, are uh, an area that you would love to clean up. I just don't know how you do it, to be quite honest. I, it's yeah, it's one uh, of those just mysteries of the game. And mm-hmm. at the start of the year, I understood it because they were so dominant in the first period that the other team was going in for the intermission. They were being read the riot act. The garbage cans were being kicked around. And all the guys <laughs> were coming out uh, fueled after the coach reamed them out. I got that. But they, after a while, uh, even even that uh, started to become less impactful. The first periods and and then the pushback. Uh, this uh, this trend recently has been much more effective in trying to sway the goals for and against in the second period. And up until uh, the Kings game, they were they were plus six in the last number of games in in the second period. So I think I think they're getting there a little bit. I just don't know like the home and away record, what the answer is to that. Because as far as I know, Chapman, see if you can look this up, okay? Google it. As far as I know, every player that's played a game this year for the Golden Knights, and check this, has played in the second period of games growing up. Right? So this the second period yes. isn't new. Google says okay. that that's a yeah. fact. Google, Google's true that that confirms. Yes, Google okay. confirms that's a fact. All right. So so it's not like the second period is new to anybody, or no, the coaching staff. I, it's one of those weird, goofy stats, and there might be something in there, analytically that that pops up and goes, eh, "This is the reason why they're they're having trouble." But the long change has been there forever. Uh, uh, for for the the National Hockey League and and all all games, so uh, I think that like the home away thing, 
does start to even out. And we've seen a little bit of it, although Saturday night was uh, a bit of an interruption to that. Yeah, you're 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 not wrong there. I I just think that when you are are kind of gearing up and moving closer and closer to the playoffs, and you know, you hear Bruce Cassidy getting to a sixty minute game, getting closer and closer to that. I, I think for the Golden Knights, continuing to to find ways to to tilt the ice their direction, to play their game, to to manage the game well, like all of those things, I want to see continue in the second period, and we've had. Uh, you know, over the last six games, we've had some really, really good, and then it was uh, you know, recency bias being what it is against LA. wasn't a good second period, didn't like their second period, and that's really kind of where the game swung. So uh, you want to see that cleaned up, and and I don't think that you're you're wrong in that you don't really know what it is. I mean, I've I've, I've talked to a couple of players and. There's there's not really anything that's standing out that's being done differently or anything like that. You know, the effort's the, the, the same from first to second to third period. It's just one of those things where sometimes uh, you, you get caught in a bit of a rut in hockey and it, 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 it's gone against the Golden Knights more often than it's gone for them in the second period. I'm just glad that we figured out that they have played in second periods forever <clears throat> growing up. That, that this yep. second period, because if the second periods are new... Well, then we'd be on to something that they could do a, a little bit more on that side of it. So we, we've, we're solving things on the VGK Insider Show. So so what have you liked and what have you not liked? Uh, special teams, for sure. The power play yeah. uh, has yeah. been great. But uh, special teams with the power play and the penalty kill, and that takes me to one player in particular, and that is Riley Smith. I loved uh, Riley Smith's game in, in the first half. Two players uh, have, have made me... Turn my head. Uh, Riley, uh, first year of the new contract, he wanted to be here. He did it himself. He made it happen, and he's gone out there, and he has produced. And Chandler Stevenson, following up career year after career year after career year, is exceptional. And that part oh, on the wing and, and the middle, and both those players play power play, and they play in the penalty kill. And both have been really good at times. And they, there's we're seeing a progression in that as they dive into and really uh, envelop uh, the system of Bruce Cassidy. So so those two guys are my poster players for mm-hmm. what's gone great in the first half of of the National Hockey League season. And on the on the what I'd like to tweak is just a, a little bit more consistency game to game. And that's vague sure but like Bruce Cassidy looking for that complete effort at the start you know that you're not going to get that November you hope that you're making a little bit of progress towards that December is a scattered month to me always but it seems to be uh, across the league but it's really good for the Vegas Golden Knights always has been Uh, but but right now we should be rounding into more consistency game to game and in game and that is something that uh, that I'm really uh, focused on moving forward to see some of that and uh, the same type of performance at the start, the middle, and the end. Uh, time for one more call. Sorry for making you wait. Uh, I wanted to get the guy's opinion on that. Uh, Sal, how are you? Hey, doing great. Um, happy about the first half for the most part. Um, so thing I'm most happy about is the coaching staff and the way that they can – put together a game plan no matter what the depth chart looks like for a given night. This team, this coaching staff shows that they can win even when a star player's out, unlike the last regime, uh, especially down the stretch last season. 
Um, I hated that scapegoat last year, but that's a whole different topic. The thing I would change the most, um, I don't know. I, I like the way this team is playing with depth. I'm not worried about the injuries at all because they've shown they can win, and I don't think the division is all that intimidating. We're, I, give, give me your opinion. I think this is the weakest of the four divisions in hockey. Well, I think it's a division that's there for the taking. I, I don't think it was weakest at the start of the year, Sal, uh, but the performances by Edmonton and Calgary have opened it up for teams like uh, Vegas and, and Los Angeles. Uh, so to call weakest or strongest uh, is a little misguided, uh, Just the especially at the start of the year. Like who who would have thought Calgary and Edmonton would be struggling like this? But it's there for them, and uh, now you got to jump through uh, the open door. And I, and I think with with the with the with those lackluster performances by teams that you know we have no control over, I don't see a sense of like urgency to rush people back when we're doing fine as is. I know I don't really care about winning the president's trophy in the Western Conference. That, I mean that's not a goal. Um, I think with the teams in this division, especially the way they're playing, we're doing fine right now. I mean I, I traveled up to Colorado last week and saw us win a game. Um, with a lack of defensemen, and we show we we can stop you know a top line team. Actually, that that brings me up to the one thing I would I'll get your I'd like your opinion on this. What I've seen many times, Cassidy starts the fourth line against another team's top line, and I think I I mean I, I doubt it'll change, but I I don't like that start. You know I have a feeling why he does it, but when you're going up against like a Toronto or a Boston or a Colorado that has an all pro type of top line. I don't like starting the game off like that because you risk seeing what happened last week in Colorado where Colorado jumps out to a 22nd 20, you know, for one goal in 20 seconds when you get when you get a mismatch like that. Yeah, I think that's the uh, uh, sort of the anomaly uh, to that, but I I understand logically why you wouldn't be in favor of that. I, I give them, uh, I like the idea because uh, it's a 50-50 buck, puck battle at the start of the of the game. It's 40 seconds. Hopefully you can control a bit of the puck and you get that line off and then you've got a little bit more opportunity to match, especially uh, if, you're, if you're not the home team, you can match on the fly and, and, and make that happen. If you are the home team, then uh, then heck, uh, you've got last change. But I, I, I don't mind that with the defensive responsibilities that we've seen from uh, players, if it is that fourth line with Nick Waugh, uh in the middle, but your, your comment is is noted, given that uh, you've got fourth line versus first line, and what happened recently. Yeah, and I think it's only when you have like an elite team that you're facing against. So, so who would you put against? Uh, just curious to, to lean on on what you you stated. Uh, who would you have started in that situation for Vegas? I- I think when you're facing like a elite team, when it's all pro type of top line, you know, like a Toronto, Boston, Colorado, you you, you just try to match up with your top line. Okay. You know, just just to, you know, in that situation, you know, when you're facing either a different team that doesn't have that star power, I think you can try that third or fourth line to to you know neutralize and get a better matchup. You know, two minutes into the game. Hey, did you drive up to Denver just for the game? No, I flew up for the, for just the game, and I'm flying to New Jersey in a week and a half. To them play the Devils, which I'm excited for. Get out of here. I'm going to go there, too. I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so it's kind of a sea family, but, you know, do it around a Vegas road trip type of thing. Dude, let's hook up. <laughs> All right. You'll 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 <laughs> see me and my girlfriend in the only Vegas jerseys and other in Prudential, probably. I love hey, Sal. Come where, say hi. <laughs> where, where in New Jersey are you from, Sal? 
Middletown, Monmouth County. Oh, you know what? One of our hosts on our sister station is actually a Middletown South graduate. So uh, I grew well, up. Oh, I went to I went to the rival high school, the but the the private school of it. Oh, CBA. Oh. CBA. Oh, so were you there? You know, they've actually put CBA's hold put on, a, a bunch of guys in the NHL. I went to Barry hold on. Dyke. I went, I was, me and JVR and my mom, they exchanged Christmas cards every year. No way. Oh, Seriously. That's awesome. I, I have, I have James Irene's like Christmas card uh, at my at my parents' house. I love JVR. He's an awesome guy. Uh, yeah, I grew up with him. We went to the same high school. He won the state final for us. And his brother was a, was a expansion draft uh, pick of the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, he was a I Golden Knight for he, like he 30 seconds. He lasted 24 hours, I yeah. think. <laughs> so, Sal, you, you, can I call you Silver Spoon Sal? You're a private school guy? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> love it. Nice. I'm going to hang out with you then. You got cash, man. I love no, this. No, not me. My parents worked hard for it. <laughs> Mid- Middle- Middletown is a very nice area, Darren. You would like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. It's, it's like the epitome of middle class, suburb, safe, everything that you'd want. To you you should family. take Darren to Keensburg, the amusement park in Keensburg. He'd love that. All yeah, that, I know, boardwalk, that boardwalk in Keensburg has got great people. All I know is I got a new little brother. <laughs> Super smooth uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for calling. All right, thank you. There's Sal. Uh, going back to New Jersey, we're going to hang out at the Prudential Center in a couple of weeks when the Vegas mm-hmm. Golden Knights uh, do their road trip. Uh, we got to take a break. This has been awesome, but we're way late. Uh, when we come back, uh, I got a couple of quick hitters for you on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we've got game uh, summaries to get to, ratings uh, in the next hour, and one timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League, and tickets at some point this show. Not this hour, but this show for the Detroit game. It's Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. You know, my plan here is just to let it keep playing and get you thrown back in the clink. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> oh, I'm you're going gonna, to the clink, see? I'm just going to let yeah. it go. That was, uh, that was my game plan. Who was that? Because I like that song. Jane's Addiction. Oh, I, I really like that. I'm going to download that. Legally. Legally. Uh, it's called true, uh, true Nature, by the way. There's uh, that, something like, that jumped into my, uh, my sphere of my mind as I was driving around the other day. I heard this commercial right here. Carry on all the way to your locally owned Meineke. Your one there, shop. from our friends at Meineke, a big sponsors of mm-hmm. this program. And every time I hear it now, in the wake of Chapman being thrown in the clink for his violation mm-hmm. of the U2 model on the podcast, I wonder how much did Meineke pay up to, to get that song in their commercial? Kansas is living, they're, they're living the high life now. Or... Is just there, and Kansas hasn't realized it. Oh. You didn't do that commercial, did you, Chad? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That would be no, no, awesome no, no, if you no. did that Carl, commercial. Come on, yes. come on, come on. Oh, that would totally no, be clink worthy if I did that one. Those rights are negotiated before you you get to a point where you're you're even putting it into the commercial. Like, like that that's stuff that that happens. Legal teams and all that stuff. Come on, Darren, you know this. I'm just wondering if we can get Chapman on another <laughs> cease and desist letter, you, like you, we got from you too. <laughs> what 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 I laugh about is apparently like there's unlicensed music, right? Like like we have Mike who does our a lot of our production stuff. 
and he has unlicensed music. Why would you make music that's not licensed? Like, what's the benefit to that? Uh, I've used it. I thought the same way, but it's hard to find unlicensed music. But there's sites that you go to. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, for, yeah. When I did my podcast before I joined the National Hockey League with the Chirp, I used some unlicensed music, uh, which was free. Yeah. Uh, when I did uh, VGK Daily for a while during the playoffs uh, the last couple of years, uh, I had some unlicensed <clears throat> music that I used. So it's it's mm. unlicensed music is very important. My question is, when there's unlicensed music, why would you ever go and use licensed music? Well, because the licensed music is better. Also gets that's, you thrown in the clink. Yeah, Perry Furrow's ah, coming you see? after me. Chapman's I'm going to the clink. You see? <laughs> you, guys, you guys mocked me for using the It's like Mortimer Mouse over here, you see? <laughs> and you guys have bought into it full bore. Uh, we've got the hour number two coming up. I'm going to set it up for you as we come back on Fox Sports Las Vegas. To the clink. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hey, Stephanie, I know this one. Don't worry about that. We're rocking and rolling in here. VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. You guys hear Matchbox 20 doing a reunion tour? Big time fan right over here. Robert really? Thomas, yeah, oh, really? in company. I can't wait for that. He plays for the Blues. Uh, he, Rob Thomas uh, plays for the Blues. I tried that on him. I told you that at his draft interview yeah. when we yeah. get all the top prospects in. <laughs> and I said, you're a big Matchbox 20 fan? And he looked at me like I had 16 heads. He probably does. He probably at the time had never heard of no, me. No, I, exactly. I thought I was being cool, funky. Last time I tried that. I'll just move on. Uh, we have a poll up right now because of uh, the injuries that have uh, followed up last year. Uh, I came up with the idea that we need somebody to blame just to get rid of the bad vibes. And uh, we put it all on their shoulders, and then we move on. I'm fairly comfortable being that person. I can handle it. But the poll is up there. Uh, which person on the BGK Insider Show would you like to saddle with that responsibility? And so far, I am the people's choice, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And who's a better friend to you than me? Nobody. Uh, and keep it coming. Yep, sixty-eight percent of yeah. the population wants to blame you, which yeah, is fantastic. Absolutely, that, uh, so I think good. that tracks for what I what I know. Um, it, I, I got to ask you though, um, because you're you're talking about match Matchbox Twenty. Like, did did you? Did you think that that song was Matchbox 20 coming no, out No, 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 but uh, I was talking oh, music okay. and then okay, related good. into uh, uh, some stuff Oof. that I heard about. Uh, t- no, no, come on. Get with the times. Okay. Snap the fingers. Okay. Let's right. go. Uh, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show is coming up. <laughs> we have one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. There's some injury news and some positive injury news as well. Anytime you say injury news, you automatically go... Who's gone down around the league now? Uh, but this is on the positive side. And then we also have the situation with a couple of players being out of the lineup. Uh, we will track the St. Louis Blues, which I think are a fascinating story right now, of the what do you do in the next three weeks. Uh, and we will get into our game ratings for the Saturday night game against the Los Angeles Kings. It is going to be uh, a very sobering 
episode of the game rating segment. Uh, we are not going to run away from our responsibilities in that, but I think that there's something to be learned from Saturday night for the Vegas Golden Knights, and it's something that can be transitioned into a positive. That is Positivity Alley, taking something that didn't go right, turning it around, and making it go in the proper direction, and I will do that. I will just not yeah, sit here and throw rocks like Chapman or cast blame like Wallace. I will summarize it honestly, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. talk about how it can benefit us moving forward. That's why I'm at 68% because you put me in the position of being responsible and paving a smooth road going forward. Yeah, I think they just want to blame you. That's fine too. You gotta be, you gotta have big shoulders, man, to take <laughs> on other people's venting. And I'm, I'm up for it. It's the second hour of the VGK Insider Show on this Monday on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.